good thing I hit record right before you did that. Sabrina, <laughs> what was that, bro? <laughs> that was me buffering. <laughs> that was you buffering. Yeah, the AOL dial-up, yeah. <laughs> You've got mail. At my job, um, we have like AV receivers. And one of the things or one of the features is that there's like a calibration mic. And what it does is it sends like pulses to each speaker that's connected to it. That's what she is. That's what she's doing. I'm a calibration mic. Yeah, you're calibrating. (laughs) 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 All right. Wow. I think we should just let you do this. You're calibrated. Am I though? Because I feel like there's so much to talk about, and I just I don't I, I want to have statistics before I. Ah, statistics mm. are all fake. Just make them yeah. up. Everything's sixty nine percent. That's true. If you say anything with enough confidence, people will believe you. Sixty percent of the time, it works all the time. See. Mm-hmm. Not in yeah. this case, though. No. The numbers are quite low <laughs> for, for what we talk about. It's quite dismal. It's. It yeah, it is. It's you know, uh, I was having like an okay day. Like it wasn't awesome. <laughs> it really wasn't like a good day. It was like a very heavy per my last email day, but yeah. it wasn't like a bad day. You've swiftly turned my day into <laughs> a bad, bad day. day. Yeah, like I, I, I apologize. Like, have you ever had a dream like where somebody wronged you in in the dream and you woke up and you're like mad at them? <laughs> you're just mad now. Yeah, I'm just mad. I'm just like <laughs> waiting for the you know like. For some poor guy, like if I door dash something, he's going to get my order wrong. And then I'm going to be like, oh, everything's a lie. And I'm just going to go off on this guy. And be like, I'm sorry. I forgot the cheese on your cheeseburger, ma'am. It wasn't my fault, though. It wasn't my fault. Uh, I'll you know, do better next time, I swear. This uh, is the goddamn patriarchy trying to hold me down. They forgot my American cheese. cheese. There it is. Yep. You should have asked for British cheese. Maybe they would have come through. Yeah. <laughs> Chick sticks and everything in between. I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sapita. And you're listening to Two Salty Broads. So get ready for our very salty <laughs> surprise. Yeah, this is going to be a very salty <laughs> episode. But I think you need to start with a PSA, don't you? I do. Um, <laughs> and if it's because my usually very sultry voice doesn't sound as sultry, <laughs> it's because I lost it. Um, I've, I've not had a voice for a handful of days now. Um, I think we're going on probably about a week week, yeah yeah um it's almost back to normal but if i talk a lot which obviously i'm gonna (laughs) do (laughs) uh it will crack i sound like i'm a 12 year old boy and my balls are starting to drop so if you hear that you know or if i start to sound like that nerdy little monster from monsters inc then just enjoy it it's not going (laughs) to be here for much longer so really savor it because yeah I hate it. <laughs> I really do. But I, yeah, you've been warned. <laughs> you should go back to that uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor. See if they can. Uh, mm, no, <laughs> make you because pass out again. <laughs> I don't need him to tell me that I talk at ten decibels higher than is acceptable. <laughs> Maybe that's part of why I lost my voice. Maybe it finally gave out. Yeah, it, it definitely died. It, it jumped <laughs> off a bridge, man. It was at one percent for so long, and that battery finally was like. Nope. <laughs> and <laughs> so uh, I've I've had my throat plugged in for a while. We've got the battery sign on. <laughs> it's plugging. It's charging. I think we're almost at 
what is it in iPhones? Like 80% when you're like pretty much good to go? Is yeah, that like the I'd magic say 80%, number? Yeah. I think I'm almost there. So, yeah. We're, we're trucking along then. Yeah, we're I need to learn to talk along. quieter. So, if anybody's got tips, let me know because <laughs> I haven't figured out how to do it yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> on that note, actually, not on that note. Um, Unrelated to that note, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, She's I mean, off to a good it's, start. Yeah. Well, it's been a day for you, though. It's been a day for everyone. So as of us recording, this is the day after, or the, the Monday after Thanksgiving. And mm-hmm. man, why is it so hard to go back to work after a four-day weekend? Like, because it's a four-day weekend, and you had a day off that you normally don't have off, and yeah. people are still emailing you asking for things. And yeah. It's like yeah. taking a day off is stressful on the front, on the back end. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, we, this is so fun. <laughs> and then you're like, oh, shit, I got to fit like so many, six like, or seven work. days of work now into five day work week. This is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of it, and I don't know if it's the same with your company, but like with us, like towards the end of the year, like projects are like, it's, it's end of year, right? You got to wrap things up. Yep. So everyone's trying to wrap shit up. But at the same time, everyone's on holiday mode. So, yeah. like, no one's paying it. Yeah, everyone's like, I need this shit now, but I don't want to give you anything that you need <laughs> to get it done. But, God damn it, you better give it to us now. And you're like, I'm going to die. What is yeah. happening? Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, it's just all of the mental things that you got to, like, the party planning, the the gift buying, mm-hmm. the decorating. I did not want to decorate this year. It took me, like, so long. To finally put up these decorations. I know you looked at my like little wreath thing. Well, because that's the only decoration in eyesight. It's not like I was yeah. judging your wreath. I think it's a very nice wreath. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I, I, <laughs> I know you to- assembled it yourself, right? I did, and it took yeah. forever. Not because it was hard to do. It's just I really did not want to do I it. I have not decorated. So there's that. Yeah. Nope. At least you live with a, an elf from you know, the North Pole, because I think she decorated like a week or two ago. She did. And I I mean, I love Christmas. If I had the energy, I would be like, yeah. yo, ho, 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 the mistletoe, whatever the <laughs> fuck, <laughs> however the song goes. And I would be being jolly deck in my halls, but I just don't have the sauce, man. Dude. I'm sauced out. <laughs> this time of year, like, and I, you know what? I really feel for families, especially like working mothers, because this time of year is hard. Like... On top of, you know, all of the people that I know, like on top of the normal mental load of just having a family and, you know, planning things, A, you're going to work. So you're doing a full 40 hours at work. Then you're coming home and you're taking care of laundry, cooking, cleaning, whatever. You know, you're planning birthdays. You're keeping all these dates, you know, doctor's appointments, dentists, whatever. On top of that, it's like Christmas pageants, like holiday parties like the kids have you know i i I know so many like moms that are like oh yeah my kids have all of these like holiday events coming up this year and i'm like how do you keep track of everything how do you create these crafts for people like and you know what everyone says oh yeah moms are superheroes moms are but they shouldn't have to be bro moms are not superheroes like i mean they are in the sense that they don't have a choice but Superhero implies like Superman. He lifts a building and he like he's cool. He's like going to get cocktails. Nah, in an dude. Hour. This is- moms don't do that. Like they they're dying internally, <laughs> so they're not superheroes. They just don't have a choice. And I'm not down. Like they're fucking rad. Yeah. But I think to me the word superhero implies that there's no repercussions. They're resilient. 
Yes. Yes. I like that better. I think they're, they're extraordinary. They're resilient. But there's consequences for this bullshit. There are. There are. <laughs> so, so today's episode is going to be about the not just the household chores uh, within working families, but really concentrating on the mental load and what the mental load means for the holidays. And, you know, we're not here to, to, to bash men. Uh, you know, while this m- disproportionately seems to affect women, and we have some statistics from surveys to... to prove that um it can very much go the opposite direction as well and i know that anecdotally there are some things that i have forgotten to do that you know that this one salty researcher gets extra salty about and uh you know you know you just have to to start considering it so on that note i want to talk about i want to go like straight from the beginning you know how much of the um, male versus female, how many males and females are in the workplace? And as of January 2018, um, 66% of the workforce was male, while 54.6% was female. Um, and, you know, the, the numbers don't add up to 100% because of reporting differences, but, you know, while it's, it's a little bit more male they're still like very much equal footing for females. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fourth quarter of 2017, the Bureau of Labor Statistics in the U.S. reported that the median salary for men per week was $946, compared to that of $769 for women. So women earned about 81.3% of the median salary of a man. Um, we all know this i mean women have been screaming this for decades now we we don't make as much as men um but so in 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 heterosexual married or cohabitating households in 2015 both husbands and wives were employed in 48 percent of families so 48 percent of these families in 2015 that were surveyed 48 percent both the husband and wife were employed um, only husbands were employed in 19.8% of families and only wives in 7.1% of families. Um, and this didn't is regardless of whether or not this they had children. Mm-hmm. So again, 48% vast majority of these households are are have both working husband and wife. Um, in terms of work in the home, so Good morning, kiss, coffee, out the door, right? You both go to your jobs working 40, 40 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but married or partnered heterosexual couples in the U.S., they continue to divide the household chores along traditional lines. Now, when I say traditional lines, I'm thinking like Stepford wife type. Like, think like your grandparents' time, right? So, like, women... of the time did the laundry or 51% of the time were responsible for cleaning the house and preparing the meals 51% of the time. At the same time, men continued to take the lead in things like keeping the car in good condition, 69%, or doing yard work, 59%. Um, And then I have additional stats from uh, Gallup. It's a a reporting and and, Mm. uh, research so, so, 
in terms of like laundry, so I said 58%, men did it 13%, and then both equally did it 28% of the time. Um, all of the things that I'm about to mention, uh, women were far more likely to do in a household. Um, okay. Make decisions about furniture and decorations. You mean the guy didn't want to pick out the floral arrangements on the kitchen table? Yeah. What? Just, like, alarming, right? <laughs> he didn't care about the decor. And actually, I've, I've noticed anecdotally that a lot of times men really don't care too much about the aesthetic. It's more about the function, right? Like, what does it do? What's the purpose of it? Um, you know, women are more likely to clean the house, prepare the meals, Care for children on a daily basis. Uh, grocery shopping. Uh, wash dishes. Um, yeah, pay bills. Actually, pay bills, women are only slightly ahead of men. So it's 37% women are more likely to. 34% men are more likely to. 29% both. Um, plan family activities. Uh, that's actually done by both. Um, make decisions about savings or investments. That's also both. Um, that surprises me. I have to tell you, these yeah. money ones surprise me. I would have guessed that that would have been in favor of men, just because I know more traditional households, the men tend to control the finances, at least the ones that I, the people that I know that assume those gender roles. But what about <clears throat> budgeting? Yeah. The, at least I know the guys are like, you know. She has X amount of money. God damn it, Francine. Why are we spending all this money on blah, blah, blah? And like, I don't know what you're talking about as another Amazon package comes mm-hmm. through the door. Huh. So, Yeah. At least I, I can think of a few different examples where the man is always asking budget, 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 and it's not the woman. But hmm. I mean, maybe I know the like three people who are in the other category or whatever. <laughs> maybe. I mean, so from what I've read, women manage budgets for like how much they eat, like like how much we spend on groceries or like clothes for the kids and all that kind mm, of stuff. Okay. Um, but the things that men do more often keep the car in good condition and yard work, which honestly, like, when it comes to yard work, all the feminism leaves my body. I'm like, you can do that. You can take care of that. Because <laughs> one of the best investments I ever got was to hire someone to just, like, mow the lawn. I don't have to think about it. We just kind of once a month pay them, and yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> it. I Like, they rake the leaves. <laughs> they mow the lawn. But that is a little bit off of the mental load right it totally is because to- i don't even have to think about it mm-hmm. so so basically what it comes down to just to maybe sum everything that you said mm-hmm. is shit's kind of always been uneven but as we've gotten more even in terms of job land mm-hmm. we're still uneven in terms of everything outside of work so technically yeah women take are taking on more mentally because you're still assuming the same traditional expectations mm-hmm. with this new uh, progressive opportunity that you have to be successful in the workplace. Yeah. And yeah. now we've got larger mental loads than, say, our grandmamas and great-grandmamas, even though they did plenty. I can yeah. guarantee my grandma probably did a lot more cleaning than I ever did. Oh, for sure. But I yeah. can probably guarantee that... I have a higher mental load than my dear grandmother. Yeah. So I think the the diff and and this is not to say that men haven't started contributing more to household chores cuz the statistics show that they have 
However, what Lindsay is describing is the mental load. Knowing something needs to get done when you're not on a set schedule for it, right? Like, it's like the constant to-dos, right? Yeah. But it's like, it's like a constant checklist. So one of the examples of like a mental load is like you, um, you finished off the milk and there's one egg left in the fridge. And you decide, you, you don't do the grocery shopping because that's not your chore, but you don't tell the person that you live with that cooks most of the meals that, hey, that we're out of this. That you drank the last yeah. of the bitch-ass so, milk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then when that person goes to cook something, they don't have those ingredients mm-hmm. now. Or, you know, the person says, hey, can you clean up the dishes after dinner? Or can you tidy up the table after dinner? I have to pop out to the grocery store. I have to do something. The person says, sure. They take their plate and they put it in the dishwasher. They don't no, take anything no, else. No, no. <laughs> one of my, my one of my things is uh like, you cook a meal. It's in a pot or like in a crock pot, and like it doesn't. It's not like you eat half of it, right? So th- there's another half left, and you say, uh, okay, can you just clean up after this? Can you like put everything? Can you put the uh, dish in the fridge? And I went to the fridge, and the crock pot was sitting in the fridge. <laughs> I was like, what's happening here? Uh, for anybody that's confused, you should have put it in a Tupperware yes. before putting it into the fridge instead of just popping the whole entire <laughs> half-empty crock pot in there. Oh <laughs> Space God. in the fridge, is that is high-quality, high-demand real estate. We can't be wasting <laughs> that with a half-empty crock pot. <laughs> Ah, that's yeah. pretty comical. Um, but, I mean, I've done other things. I mean, I've done some seriously lazy shit. Oh, dude. I, I did. Well. Uh, I was like, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to wash the towels. Because usually my husband, or, or the one salty researcher, washes the towels. So I washed all the towels. I forgot to replenish. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, you forgot to replenish the, the, the detergent? Oh, the towel. The towel. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so there was no towel later. <laughs> <laughs> when he went to go towel off, there was nothing oh, like, there. No, when I went to go shower, oh, so I was like, yourself, oh, huh? I punked myself, man. <laughs> What'd you do? Take a little washcloth and just make it work or what? No, you have to like quickly run to get a towel. <laughs> like, you're, like, you're like naked running through the house trying to grab a towel. Nice. I, I have, um, so this isn't really like a mental load thing, but sometimes I want to avoid doing dishes or adding dishes. I will like not i will find a reason to not use the dish i will eat in the thing i cooked in you know i won't i won't put it into a bowl or whatever um or like you've mentioned you'll eat over the sink i'll just kind of pick it whatever i made and just kind of eat it over the the sink Mm -hmm. um i'll if i like let's say i'm using sour cream and i put like let's say the remainder of the sour cream into a bowl and then now the sour cream container is empty i'm using that now (laughs) instead of another bowl because i don't want to create more dishes I've done stuff like that. Yeah. It's pretty lazy. Okay, so so that was a pretty good example of the mental load, but if we can, yeah. I would like to play a quick game with you. Sure. And we maybe we can get an idea of how high Sapita's mental load is. All right. How heavy are your mental load balls? I hope it's not are that high. I hope it's not that <laughs> high either because yeah. I will feel really bad for you. So <clears throat> let's play oh Are You Blue Balled with the Mental Load. Me. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Our categories are chores and errands, meals, child and pet care, socializing, medical, gifts and occasions, school, 
extracurricular activities, home maintenance, vehicle maintenance, finances, and travel. Okay. All right. Pick a category. Oh, God. No, you, you said too many. You All pick right. a category. Chores and errands. All we're right. We're going to go with that very first one. Sure. So we're going to just rapid fire through a couple of these. Okay. And we're going to see if you're relating to any of these mental load tasks. These are just very common. Okay. Okay. Washing and switching out towels. <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Keeping counters clear. Yes. Tidying up. Yes. Managing incoming mail. Uh, half. Okay. Trash and recycling. Half. Washing laundry. Half. Putting away laundry. I'm terrible at that. <laughs> <laughs> Making beds. Yes. Cleaning refrigerator. Yes. Straightening kitchen cabinets and drawers. Yes. Yard and garden work. No. Straightening and rearranging closets. No. Loading, running dishwasher. Yes. Unloading dishwasher. Yes. Scheduling haircuts or any beauty treatments. Yes. Okay. Cleaning bath mats. Yes. Washing bedding. Yes. Changing sheets. Yes. Washing blankets. Yes. Washing dog bedding. Yes. Changing out toothbrushes or any hygiene items. Yes. Washing shower curtains. Oh. <laughs> okay, we'll just breeze right past that one. <laughs> I need to say that look over. Uh, okay, in my defense, it's in the guest shower, and that shower rarely gets okay, used. Okay, that's fair. That's okay. fair. Decluttering, discarding. Yes. Scheduling annual family photos. <laughs> no. Okay, and she laughed because it's comical that I would ever yeah. do that. That's just like such a like beyond type A thing. But we also, I mean, you and I don't have kids, so maybe that's different yeah, for people maybe. who have kids. Uh, trips to dropping off the goods that you're decluttering, so to Goodwill, Salvation Army, other yes. places like that. So uh, that's a pretty gigantic list, and you very easily said more than half of them. I want to point out that that was one of like ten categories that I said. So let's just say, for the sake of argument, out of the twenty five tasks here that you do. 20 of them. Sure. Okay. In meals, it's things like grocery shopping, cooking dinner, setting table, clearing table. So mm-hmm. it's not just dinner. It's like there's five things that yeah. go to dinner. Honestly, you the most exhausting I mean? thing for dinner is planning the menu. It's true. It is because you want to pick something that's healthy, that's easy, that doesn't require a lot of ingredients if things are expensive, that mm-hmm. both of you will eat. That, that you know? part is the hardest, especially when it's like, <laughs> if it's not, if it's two people, it's fine. Like, Mm-hmm. Honestly, if you don't want to eat it, you don't have to eat it. I'm making it for me. So <laughs> you're welcome to have some. You don't need to have some. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I learned. You know, But the thing is, there's a lot of guilt about that, too. Because if, if my mom found out, <laughs> I'd be in so much trouble. Oh, that door. We're in here and knock at the oh, front door. Damn. She How senses you know a disturbance in the yeah. floor. <laughs> um, but like, if we have like guests over, like you got to find something for everyone to eat. And... I hate to be that person that says in this day and age, but in this day and age, like everyone's got like dietary preferences. So like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you got to make sure like that everybody's covered or everyone's covered. You're making tasty shit. You're not breaking the bank. You're remembering people. Like, yeah, it's a lot. Like I recently, I found out one of my dinner guests was vegetarian after the fact. And I was like, Oh God, like how come you didn't tell me I made tri tip. (laughs) Oops. Yeah. <laughs> How thoughtful. Your mental load was too high. But see, that's it. I mean, there's there's medical, so that you're doing doctor's appointments and all yep. that shit. There's pet stuff. So pet appointments, vet appointments, mm-hmm. uh, administering medication, feeding the animals, walking the animals, all that stuff. 
uh, gifts, remembering people's birthdays, weddings, anniversaries, all that shit. Mm-hmm. That everything. I mean, it adds up. If you have kids, all the school stuff, the mm-hmm. plays, the theater, the school projects. I mean, how many times has a poor parent been like? Mom, I need to do a diorama, but I need to do it by tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like 8.50, so you, we better get to CVS to get poster board before <laughs> it closes. You know, and yeah. the the category that I want to bring up on this little game that we have here that kind of made me think about uh, mental load in a new way was the socializing category. It's funny you should say that because I just got a text from my mom asking if I RSVP'd to someone's house. Right? And so... <laughs> I've found that when my mental load is really high, socializing is the first category to fail for mm-hmm. me, 100%. Because like some of the examples they give for socializing are weekly check-in with parents, friends, siblings, keeping in touch with extended family. If mm-hmm. I'm mentally loaded, so if work's really busy, if there's a lot of personal items in my life going on, if I'm having to remember a lot, mm-hmm. that is absolutely the first thing to go. Mm-hmm. And I think people are like, oh, you're being a shit friend. And then your response is like, my bad. Sorry, I, <laughs> I, I know you invited me to dinner two weeks ago and I never replied. I'm so sorry. I was busy. I, that sounds like a shit excuse because you're like, well, were you busy every single minute of, no. of the last two weeks? No, no. But apparently my mental balls were pretty heavy and I was like super mm-hmm. distracted. And the thought of adding one more mental thing of mm-hmm. like remembering to text you back was totally impossible because I have these hundred work things and I got to go to the store and I have to pay a bill and I have to remember that in two weeks it's my best friend's sister's cousin's mom's birthday and I need to give her a gift. Mm-hmm. So I, when I read this, I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> the way they break it out is kind of comical though because they, so they go with keeping in touch and checking in with people, but then mm-hmm. they go planning events. So uh, uh, responding to, to RSVPs, RSVP, yeah. but then <laughs> planning and arranging romantic dates, planning <laughs> quiet evenings at home, planning sex, planning dinner out, planning family outings, leading recreational outings. Like, you guys are giving me a mental load reading this list. Dude. I'm like, sure, should I be planning quiet evenings at home? Shit. Yeah. Like, oh, I no, don't... Tuesday, 7 p.m., wallow in self-pity like the Grinch <laughs> <Yeah>. does. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, you say that, but that's actually important. And you're right, here's it why. is. You, ne- you need to plan a weekend where you're not doing something. True. And that's something that I fail at because, Same. yeah, I I pack my social calendar with shit every weekend and it that itself is exhausting because mm-hmm. as you said party planning right mm-hmm. even if you're having three guests over you got to look around you got to tidy up any anything that's been out you need to plan okay these people are coming over you need food you need some drinks I gotta like have some, you know some little shits to give you some goldfish yeah. perhaps a nice <laughs> lemonade yeah, you don't want to like let them come in yeah. and be like, okay. Apparently, I don't know what country this is, but it's very like common for if a kid is like playing with his friends at his a friend's house around dinner time, the family will eat dinner and not feed that kid, and that's like mean? very common. Like that's like a thing. Like if you know, fuck you, Bobby, you're eating with your friends, you no, don't get dinner. Yeah. What do you? Like, like, so what, like, when li- he- like, literally, like, okay, say Bobby is at Jimmy's house. Yeah. And, you know, they're playing and it's Jimmy's dinner time. Bobby will sit there while Jimmy and his family eat dinner. Oh, come on. They won't feed him? Mm-hmm. Or if you go over to someone's house and they are about to eat dinner, yeah. like, you will just wait as they eat dinner. 
do I sit at the table? Do I wait in the corner? Do I? I I, I it's the 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 culture of like feeding people that come over just doesn't exist. It doesn't exist, and I think it's like a res- like it, I think the respect goes both ways, mm. and there's an argument to be made. However, as someone from the from a Persian heritage, that just feels so wrong, and <laughs> yeah. it makes me itch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, because as a as a Persian, I mean, uh, food and serving people and hospitality, hospitality, that's your culture. But that adds to my mental load, right? Like whenever yes. I have people over, I'm now thinking about all of these things. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, so women have the load. And so ha- have you ever, and maybe I don't want to ask about <laughs> this, this would be putting you, this salty researcher on blast, but have you heard of, or theoretically the, the dynamic? Cause I think you see this, it's almost like it becomes a, a trope or it's like a joke on uh, sitcoms. I'm thinking like tri cam, like sitcoms that you would see on like cable TV. The wife is doing something and she's like, I think a good example of this is like maybe married with children. Um, like Peg Bundy is doing something and she tells Al Bundy and he's like, you know, you should have asked me. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you just ask me? Why are you pissed off? Because yeah. you're vacuuming and you wanted me to do it. Why didn't you just ask me? Mm-hmm. So so I think with that question, it really, and I hate that question because it puts the responsibility of that task on one person, right? So while like, yes, you can delegate that, you're making that person, and it's usually the woman, the project manager of the house. And I know that for a lot of time, for a lot of people, you know, um, people have different expectations on what it is to be clean, right? People have different expectations as to how they want their house to look or how they, you know, how you want to cook dinner or not cook dinner or anything. But at the end of the day, like... Like, someone doesn't need to ask you to clean up after yourself. Or, like, if you see dirty dishes in the sink, mm-hmm. clean them. Like, it, it, it's not hard, you know? So, you're right. It's not hard. But I think what's wild about this, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give, I'm going to extend men a, a hand right now. Of Are you? Because I'm about branch to. Of friendship. I'm going to break that olive branch. Yeah, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to pull them up and you're going to sucker punch them back <laughs> down. But I'm going to try, okay? Okay, okay. In the most like neutral way that I can. So I, so when we were like researching this, I was getting pissed. I was getting progressively more pissed off because I was like, man, God damn it. Like, <laughs> this is the worst. I was getting so upset. But then I was like, okay, but why? Why, 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 why? It's my favorite word ever in the world. Why? Why mm-hmm. is there a mental load? Why is there a mental load? I know, gender rules. I get it. I get it. But why, why, why? I found why. And reading it, you're like, okay, that makes sense. That's intuitive. So yes, it's okay. gender roles. Tell me why. Tell okay. me why. Okay, so <clears throat> we're battling gender rule, uh, norms. I mean, from the time that you're born, there's just the, you as a child being little person, you're taking in information about your identity and... Okay, I guess girls play with dolls and boys play with trucks. You start to take in this information and it starts to, and not everybody ascribes to that. That's fine. But I'm just saying as a general rule, Mm -hmm. that's what happens. And we see people in our lives. So parents, aunts, uncles, grandparents, whoever they, and this is true for me. um, The women in my life, they did most of the cooking in the home. Mm -hmm. 
It really wasn't the men. The men did like the, the auto grilling. things and the grilling and the and, and things like that. And the cleaning was mostly done by the women in my yep. family. And so you observe that and you start to kind of maybe passively take in that information of, okay, uh, a, a attentive mother, how uh, wife, mom, uh, aunt, whatever, they do these mm-hmm. things and or a good person does these things. I identify as a female, good females do these things. You start to, to and, and even if all that's not true and we're not taking in those things, a lot of times if our parents ascribe to more traditional things because that's what they adopted, right? Men often are not raised, taught, given the opportunity or uh, ec- equal expectation or equal initiative to take on those roles. Like I have <clears throat> uh, like uh, I have family members that their kids, the girls, they kind of started doing cooking with their mom and grandmas and things at a young age. The boys didn't. They kind of they did they hung out with their dads on Thanksgiving. like they'd sit there and watch the game while the girls were helping their mom because they'd be like, you know, uh, Betsy, come here. We're going to mash potatoes together. And so Betsy gets up and mashes potatoes, but Bobby gets to sit down and watch TV. Or like maybe they don't get told, uh, the boys don't get told to do laundry or how to do, because a lot of this stuff, it's like, why don't you know it? The only reason I know a lot of the shit that I know is because I was taught. My mom was like, guess what? You're going to start doing your own laundry, bitch. So here, Mm -hmm. here's how you do it. (laughs) So... I think that has something to do with it. Okay. Now, here, here's where I'm going to... Here's sucker the sucker punch. punch okay. Here's the sucker punch, okay? <laughs> okay. All right? <laughs> I didn't know that I needed to buy toilet paper and keep a stockpile ah, of it. okay. But I learned very quickly that you should have a stockpile of toilet paper. I didn't learn. So, on the other side, my you think my mom would ever let me cook? Whenever I asked her how to cook, she'd give me measurements in her palm. That does not compute. <laughs> That's like the most Persian thing I can think of. <laughs> yeah. She starts to give you measurements in her palm, and then she gets frustrated because you don't know what you're doing, and she kicks you out of the kitchen. So I didn't actually know how to cook. I had to teach myself this shit. Okay. You know? I didn't know how to use a dishwasher because in my Middle Eastern house, the dishwasher is your drying rack. It's storage. <laughs> you know? Oh, that is so cruel. <laughs> uh, we didn't have a dishwasher for a period of my younger life. Um... And so that I thought was the worst thing in the world. But I think having a dishwasher and not being able to use it, not being allowed yeah. to use it is probably worse. No, it wasn't <laughs> bad because I didn't know any different. Like, uh, okay. I, and the thing is, yes, I grew up washing dishes after dinner, you mm-hmm. know, like while the, the men sit there and drink tea, the women get up and clear the table and start, you know, everything. But... My husband does the same. So, like, if he can do it, I really believe in you, men. Like, you can do it, they too. They can do it. I just think you can that... Do it. No, that's not an excuse. Because here's the thing. Okay. You're b- you say, I take care of the car. How often does the car need taken care of? How often do you need yeah. to wash dishes? Yeah. How often <laughs> do you need to plan dinner? You eat dinner, don't you? Mm-hmm. If you're out with your friends and you're like, you know what? I want a burger. I'm going to go to this place. You can decide what you want to eat. So how come when it comes to meal planning, you don't consider anything? Because that's woman's work. That's woman's work, yeah. (laughs) Or like, you know, you see your kid is dirty. (laughs) 
So what does he just come in and he's got like flies on him? He looks like kid pig yeah. pen or what do you mean? He just he's dirty. Like you, your kid f- spit like slipped in the mud. Oh, okay. My, All right. My, Mom's like, not home. So what are you going to do? Or like your babysitting the kids. You're, you're cooking breakfast with them. You're having a real bonding moment. Mom is at work or something. You have the day off. Mom comes home. There's a pile of dishes out there. Oh, no. You can't just do one thing at a time, man. Like, you got to be a functioning adult. There, So there was a Reddit or a TikTok thread that I fell down a rabbit hole of today as I was taking the dogs out. Okay. And it was basically this girl on, like, talking with, like, 24 bananas all over her. And I was like, why the, why the hell is she talking about bananas? And she was like, you know, there's um, there's a theory out there that men are worse Instacart shoppers than women. And like oh, they don't understand, you know, all these things. And she was like kind of just talking about it. And then she said, I asked for four bananas. And he got me four like... Four bundles four, of bananas? Four bundles of bananas. Oh, no. And like it reminded me of a, another video that I'd seen where the wife wrote out instructions for her husband on how to set the crock pot and she said put the you know it was very specific put the chicken in the crock pot Mm -hmm. put the spices she had measured out all the spices beforehand just top them in do all of that stuff she didn't say put the lid on because you would expect uh, or she didn't say you know combine everything like like do a little mix so that everything is well combined and put the she said put the lid on but she didn't say strap it in oh so he just plopped the lid on he didn't even like, all the spices are clumped up on top of this chicken. Mm-hmm. Come on, my dude. Like, <laughs> and this is where I don't, like, I don't understand where some people's heads are at. Because, sure, you might not have grown up with this. Sure, maybe your mom did everything for you. She cleaned your bathroom. She did all of this stuff. That is no excuse for you to have a dirty-ass bathroom. No, for sure. There's a YouTube video for that, my dude. Like, For sure. No, I, I agree with you. I'm not defending yeah. the and behavior i'm just trying to maybe understand it okay you can understand it but there's no excuse for oh, it no. because no even if the person is physically incapable of washing the cleaning their bathroom like say they, they, they just for some reason a demon pops out of the sink every time they try and <laughs> slaps them in the face okay like they they cannot physically get into that bathroom to clean it <laughs> you can hire a cleaner to do that. Oh, yeah. You can hire yes, someone can. to clean your house. Mm-hmm. There is no excuse for me to go to your house. And this is a true story. I went to, to uh, uh, two people's, so that it was like two roommates and they're, they're both guys. I went to their house and their floor had a texture. <laughs> and I was like, what kind of like ground is, like what kind of material is this floor? And I looked at it. Nah. They just, they never sweeped, they never mopped the floor. The texture on the floor was dirt and grime. <laughs> and like spilled drinks that had like dried and then like had like dirt on top of them. And <laughs> yeah, my, my husband, like the one salty researcher went to the bathroom, came out and went, don't go in the bathroom. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine. I do know in college, I worked on a, a project and I had to go to, uh, this person's house um, who was helping me with this project. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a sign to it as well. And when I went into the house, it was, I mean, college, right? A bunch of dudes yeah. living in a house, figure it out. Oof. I walked in and I was like, 
don't act scared. Don't act scared. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, have a seat on the couch. We'll talk You're about like, it. And no. I was like, oh, my God, where, though? Like, what <laughs> What part yeah. of the couch won't, won't give me an STD? <laughs> so I, like, sat as close to the edge of the couch that you could and I sat so straight <laughs> and the coffee table was covered in like spilled beer there was an ashtray I was like you guys are legit cool with living in squalor <laughs> and filth and like it's no problem and I know you guys fuck what girls are coming over here yeah. and going this will do yeah. I don't know who because I'm pretty sure I contracted some incurable illness just walking in that house and I had all my clothes on so I don't mm. know it's incredible and a lot of those guys, actually, so there's a new trend going around. Um, I think it's a couple years old. I think it first appeared or started gaining traction on social media in 2017. Uh, the trad wife trend. What's a trad wife? So a trad wife um, refers to traditional wife. Um, like I don't work and I'm at home. and Think Stepford wife. Yeah. Like, okay, so like I look so hot. I wear I look pearls. Hot, I cook I work- shit. Yeah, I wear an apron. Like, I am a traditional housewife. Okay. Um, She doesn't work. She spends her time looking after her home, children, and her husband. Her husband takes care of her. Um, And they claim that they are the true feminists because they choose to not work. And I'm like, listen, feminism is about the choice. So, you do you, boo. But, like... Are you doing that because that's legit what you want to do? Or is you doing that... Because, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that's legit what you want to do, go for it. Live your your life. Live your dream. But, like, they believe that a woman's purpose is to take care of their children. Like, stay home and take care of the children and, like, be domestic. Well, then that's not a choice then anymore that you said purpose. So yeah, and but like the, and that's what they preach online, right? Mm. And they're preaching this and a lot of... saying it's a choice, but really they're saying it's a purpose. Yeah, well, and that's how they're framing it, right? Mm -hmm. So, like... Look at me, how happy I am in my apron and my curls, and I take care of my husband. When he gets home, I take off his shoes, and, you know. Hey, man, and, maybe and, being a trad wife's legit, but not all of us can afford to sit home and make brownies. Yeah. And, and mop a floor. I mean, I fuck, if I could, maybe I would, you know? Maybe being a trad wife is lit. But See, but <laughs> I don't the thing know. is, I feel like the option needs to be there still. And I feel like when I when I see those videos, I really think like did you learn nothing from the past? Like sure, be be a st- I, this is nothing against stay at home. No, not wives. at all. Stay at home wives, stay at home moms. Like they work all day. I mean, they work. They work all it's day. A, yeah. But like I feel like this culture could be a little bit toxic. I, I'm talking specifically the trad wife culture right they're like this is my purpose look at i'm so happy serving my husband right to me what it reminds me of and i don't know if you guys have ever seen this film and it you know now that we're in the holiday season for some reason this film kind of really speaks holiday vibes to me so i it's one of my favorite films of all time mona lisa smile starring julie oh uh, yes uh Mm -hmm. julie roberts julie roberts yeah um it's basically about a um uh, Wellesley College, a uh, very high-rated women's college back in the 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. um, that has a new and very um, forward-thinking art teacher, Julie Roberts' character. And basically, she clashes with a lot of her students that believe that you know the woman's reason for going to college is to become educated enough to find a husband. Like the Mrs. Degree. The Mrs. Degree, exactly. And I feel like, in a way, this subculture that's appearing on social media 
is trying to bring us back to those days when, mm. you know, that was the core of a woman's purpose, to bear children, to take care of her husband, to take care of her home. And again, if that's what you want to do, then fantastic. Go for it, bro. More power but to you. But as long as you still have the choice to work if you want to work and to, you know, as long as the mental load is also being shared. Shared. Right? Yeah. So then... I don't know if you saw anything about this, but I was kind of looking, how do we stop it, right? <laughs> and <laughs> this is where we get a little dark. Unfortunately. Oh, kill all men? Pretty. Hmm? What? Pretty sure we can't stop it. <laughs> oh. Well, because what you're going to have to tell 8 billion people to start thinking differently. No. And behaving differently. No? I mean, you as an individual can do things to to change your circle of being. But unless literally every motherfucking person starts mm-hmm. doing things differently and and sharing the mental load, sharing the wealth, sharing, 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 unless that starts happening real soon, mm-hmm. which, spoiler alert, probably won't in the interest of realism, then it's probably never going to change, unfortunately. Unless maybe in 100 years when we're all dust, that <laughs> somebody else finds this and gets inspired and <laughs> and the new future society changes some shit. But I think we're slowly getting better. I don't. I, I think that slowly. still, disproportionately, women do carry the mental yes. load more than men. But I think to where we were like twenty years ago, and I think it it has gotten better. Um, yeah. You mentioned. I forgot what you mentioned. You had a point, and I wanted to like expand on that. And oh I damn! Forgot. Was I? Yeah. Was it me talking about how we how we can't stop it, or was it before that? Didn't that start how we can't stop it? Well, I was just saying that we can't stop it unless 8 billion people start thinking differently. But we can do things in our individual sphere. Yes. But I think that there's now a name for it, right? Like mental load, this idea is relatively new. Yeah. And it's been relatively gaining traction, especially along, you know, the trad wives have been gaining traction on social media. But so has people... So have people talking about the mental load Mm -hmm. and, you know, shared division of labors. And I think that the more we talk about it, the the more people will understand and maybe learn. Because I don't know, with with most men, I don't think it's a lack of wanting. No, I don't think so either. I, I think they just don't have those checklists running through their head because they haven't, either they haven't observed it in their role models or they don't care about the things that women care about because women know that, you know, X, Y, Z is very vital to the, to the household, you Mm -hmm. know, like, Mm -hmm. I will say that. So I heard a comedian talk about this once. And Mm -hmm. so this is obviously not going to sound super legit, but it is legit. He described men's brains like a filing cabinet or like boxes Mm -hmm. and women's were like a ball of wire so he's like, oh, we're talking, like if you're a man, oh, we're talking about automobiles. Let me open my automobile box. We're now going to discuss everything that I know in this box, and that is it. Oh, we're moving on to travel. I'm going to put this box aside now, and I'm going to open this box, and we're only going to talk about this box. Women, ball of wire, it's all like mumbly jumbly, mm-hmm. and everything's connected, and we can ping, 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 and go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I believe neurologically speaking there is like a different uh configuration or wiring i don't know if it's neuron pathways or whatever 
So there is a little difference. So maybe we just have a more propensity to run through that checklist. That doesn't mean a, a man can't learn it. No. It just means that maybe naturally we're better at it. Naturally, possibly. But I think that a man can create a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a routine out of it. Because I think sure. men like routines, yeah. right? Yeah, you can So do if that. you know you do XYZ on these days or you do you know XYZ on Saturdays... You can go through that list to make sure that everything mm-hmm. is taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about the holidays, though, is that this mental load and this checklist gets extra fucky. <laughs> yes, it does. Yeah. Um, I had been hearing reports. and I was actually shocked. And then I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Like, no, this checks this out. This is actually <laughs> checking out. Yeah. Um, apparently, men forget to buy their wives Christmas gifts. Really? Yeah. Seems like that'd be the one person you like don't forget. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't want to get murdered. In most households, (laughs) the wife plans all the Christmas gifts for everyone, right? So the kids. Including herself. And in some cases, yeah, Mm, because she knows that it will upset the kids if she doesn't have anything to open on Christmas. So like she, she buys everyone's Christmas gifts, including her own, and he is just as shocked as the kids when they open up their gifts <laughs> on Christmas. Um, a survey from Mount Sinai Hospital in Long Island showed Long Island, New York, showed that holidays are the most stressful for women under fifty, and it's because that you know expected daily duties, housework, work, family. They also have to manage a holiday schedule, shopping, and other duties. Roughly one in five women. Under 50 uses alcohol as a coping mechanism. So next time, you know, it's Christmas Eve and you see your wife or your mom or, you know, whoever (laughs) is like (laughs) on that juice, (laughs) maybe ask her like, no, no, don't even ask her what you can do to help. Observe. Use your eyeballs. Look Mm -hmm. to see what needs to be done and then just do it. Bring a tear to her eye. Yeah. (laughs) I do know. Okay. So I was looking up. Okay, here's the problem. Society is probably not going to fix it. How do you fix it in your little sphere of existence, right? Like, how do I improve this with the people in my life? And something that I saw kind of stuck out to me was stop being grateful. This is for my women's out there. Oh. So you're conditioned to expect the bare minimum or nothing. Mm-hmm. So when you get a little something, so when your kid, when you're slamming wine on Christmas <laughs> Eve because you're just at, you're at max capacity, <laughs> and little Timmy Tots decides to put his milk cup in the dishwasher, let's not like freak out and praise him and say he's the best boy. We say thank you for for helping, mm-hmm. but we don't make a big fucking deal about it because when you do that, then it's like the oh when I do this I'm a big deal rather than this is like I'm doing what I should be doing. Because mm-hmm. when you're doing what you should be doing, I pay my bills. You know, Chase Credit Card Company doesn't call me and go, <laughs> Lindsay, bro, thank you for that card payment. You're the fucking best. I don't, that doesn't happen. They're like, okay, we're not sending your shit to collections. Yeah. So we, we, we need to just expect, we need to collect bills. We need to, we need to be collecting on our mental load ba- payments or bills and communicate. Who knew that communication would improve a relationship, right? So men aren't mind readers and neither are you. So 
initially we got to maybe start letting letting them know. Why didn't you tell me? Well, you should know. And and you should, but let's maybe communicate that to start. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. And we don't torture them, we teach them. I don't know. I'm I'm a big fan of the uh, <laughs> as we all know. <laughs> we don't punish Unless it's repeated offenses and you're not fucking listening to me, then we'll we'll talk. We'll spank you a little but bit. But yeah. I'm not going to torture you for for not for being the way you are. Like we're just, I'm going to teach you this. I'm going to try to explain to you. Like this is what I'm going through. This is how this makes me feel. Use Having, I statements. Yeah. I like I, I got to remember all this stuff. Imagine like you go to work, you have a hundred to dos that your boss hands you, and you're like, where the fuck do I start? It's like that's what I have in my head every day at all times. Mm-hmm. That's why the house is fine. That's why you're. Your mom can come over here at any time and shit's clean because I'm always thinking about these things. So how about we share that load and I'm going to help you. I'm going to teach you. Please help me. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, all right. Because what, what husband's going to be like, no, bitch. Well, I mean, you well, know what? I take yeah, that back. Yeah. There might be some out there and shame on you if that's you. Because they'll be like, I, I work all day. I come home. I'm tired, bitch. So do I. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I'm tired, man. We're all tired. I've I've been tired for the last seven years. Yeah. So <laughs> I just need, I don't know. I don't even know what I need. Some raviolis and a nap. Dude, but the nap needs oh, to last like yeah. two months long, Some right? Spinach ravioli. Right? Doesn't that sound good? It does. It does. Yeah. Right. I, now I'm now I'm <laughs> thinking about raviolis. <laughs> and then, so after we've not tortured but taught. And this applies to, to us too. And so this would be, for me, it would be the socializing part of the mental load, holding each other accountable, right? So it's like, hey, remember I said that you would do the dishes this week? Oh, yeah, that, thank you for the reminder. And then they do them for the rest of the week. Or like, hey, uh, Sapita, you need to wash the fucking shower curtain. JK, I love you. <laughs> and then you're but like, like, but like real talk, <laughs> how often are you supposed to wash that? I thing? don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. I, I think it's more like, because you know how shower curtains, because they get mildewy, they do get mildewy, yeah. moldy if you don't wash I just, them. I replace when that happens. And I'm sure that's fine. But maybe if you have an artisanal Ray Dunn shower curtain, maybe you're really attached to it and you want to wash it. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, because my bath mats get washed once a week. Like, which is good because I mean, you're standing on it, right? It gets wet. Yeah, it gets wet. It's all it soapy mildew- and shit. Mildewy, yeah. I don't, d- I definitely don't. I got to self disclose. I don't wash mine once a week. I probably do mine like once every three weeks to a month oh. because I am a slob apparently. But I mean, but like, I have dogs. I mean, so mental really. load. Well, I got dogs too. Mm-hmm. Mental load, bro. I can only mm-hmm. do so much. <laughs> so here's the thing. And this might help my dudes out there. I make it a part of my routine. So, like, Tuesdays are towel days. Mm-hmm. And a part of that is you take the you take the, the bath mats and you wash those separately. Separately, my friends. You do not want to use something you step on, and you don't want to wash that with your kitchen towels. Because that's gross. <laughs> um, so, what you just said made me think of something. If you relinquish, so for, this is for my control freaks. I'm talking directly to you now. If you relinquish and you want to share the mental load, part of sharing that mental load, barring putting feet stuff on body stuff, like for the obvious, okay, they might do it their own way. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you say, man does dishes this week and man decides to scrub the enchilada casserole dish as best as he can and then puts it in the dishwasher but he doesn't get every scrap of cheese off there you can't yell at him 
He did it. He did the dishes. If it washes and the cheese doesn't come off, then we use it as a learning experience. And we say, now, man, the cheese is still crusted. Let's think why, maybe. And then we approach it differently in the future. But you got to give the baby bird a chance to spread his wings and fly. That's true. Because otherwise mm-hmm. they're going to get discouraged and say, this is why I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> this house is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you do it then. Yeah, you exactly. You do it then. That's that. Um, what is that? Uh, what's the term for that? Ignorance? The... I have no idea. The one oh, where it's like, oh. I don't know how to do it right. Oh, and this isn't. This could be an weaponized. A whole, weaponized weaponized there it is. incompetence. Wepo- that, that's yeah. it. Weaponized incompetence. I don't know how to do it, so you got to. You do guys it. have no idea how much of my childhood I heard. I don't know how, and I'm like, it's a dish. You know how to wash the dish. No, no I don't. Yeah, that's that. I told. I know we mentioned this. We've mentioned weaponized incompetence before. And I'll bring it up again because I love it. The Shel Silverstein poem about doing the dishes. The kid is like, if I drop these dishes, they're yeah. going to get pissed and they're never going to ask me to do them again. Mm-hmm. It's the same shit. So don't don't scream if there's cheese in the enchilada casserole dish. Just mm-hmm. we'll just move forward. But let let yeah. them let them do. And honestly, why would you want to be with someone that weaponizes their incompetence? Like I don't know. Maybe they've got like a really strong jawline. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. Why do people Bro, choose? you can be the crimson chin and I will dump your ass. I Hey, we just, I just have observed a lot, I feel like, in my, my meager 31 years and I feel like I've seen choices made where I'm like, this has got to be a surface level decision. What is going on here? I mean, I've seen dudes pick chicks where I'm like, there's not a lot going on behind those eyes. And vice versa. So why does anybody do anything? Who the fuck knows? I don't know. It's true. So, Dan, did you learn a little something, something? <laughs> Dan is probably, like, afraid to say anything. Yeah. We're like, yeah, Dan? Are you ready to be a man? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. No. Daniel, I'm, I'm curious. You have the floor. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm exhausted. Oh, so. oh the mental load is too much for you too. Dude. I know it's the holiday season, man. It's holidays are exhausting. Having, they are. I mean, work's busy, life's I mean, busy. It doesn't take the holidays for me to be exhausted. So, well, that's just well, being, that's being in your thirties. Yeah, then, yeah. Add the holidays to it. So, yeah, yeah. Well, on that note, um, send us an email. We are. At Two salty bras at gmail.com. I almost forgot it again. We love loads. Send us yours. <laughs> <laughs> You've been waiting all podcasts to say that, haven't you? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, uh, you can follow us on social media. We are on TikTok and Instagram. And um, I'm Sapita. I'm Lindsay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She was responding to a text message. I was, because I my mental load. That's not a use, fucking excuse. I'm going to use that for being an asshole. Oh, Be like, oh, sorry, I cut you off on the freeway. My mental load. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't tip you well enough. My mental load. Okay, so now <laughs> mental load has been turned into weaponizing competence. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, and remember, stay stay salty. salty!